What's going on, everybody? This is the Hoopers No Show presented to you by Cannon Prep Basketball. I'm Coach Jeff, Coach Mara, in the mix. And uh, we're, we're going to go. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Back in the lab like a pin in the pad. Um, you know, another day, another dollar. We're here to talk hoops as always and uh, just whatever really comes to mind and kick off and, and rock out. Uh, before we jump in, though, I got a hot question. Ooh. Hot question. What's your favorite sneaker? Nah, I'm not. What's your favorite sneaker right now? On court, right off now. court, right now. Does this have to be a current sneaker? Or mm -mm. it could be an old sneaker? That could be whatever. What? You know I'm a, the love of my life is the Griffey. Okay, so. But I would never play basketball in a Griffey. <laughs> it was so hilarious is we do have a kid that plays basketball. Used to, yes. In the, yes. In the uh, freshwater Griffeys. No, that is an iconic sneaker, and I think I had, you know, the black and the, the uh, freshwater. What a, what a sneak. But which one are you going with? What am I playing? I, so I absolutely love the Trays. To play in, they are a comfortable basketball sneaker. Trey Young. They're a little heavy, <laughs> the heavier side, but hands down, one of the comfiest basketball sneakers I've played in. The Trey Young and the um, Harden, very similar in shape and style, but also in weight. That Harden sneaker is heavy as uh, yes. Yes. Okay, so Trey Young's not the new ones, the old the, yeah. Trey, the one. Yeah, the yeah, ones. yeah, 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 yeah. Wonder when mm -hmm. I don't know if I've heard much about his his I have next. A pair of dames too, both Adidas. Pair of dames too that are not not too shabby. You got us a three striper over here, respect. I'm, Nike, I'm a Nike ho all the way. <laughs> but I feel like I wear a lot of my Nikes for fashion. Okay. More fashion than function. Um What about you? For me right now. Uh, if we're talking about pure, just like on court, I, I, I'm a big fan of the Budget Boys for the, the Giannis Immortality 1 and 2. I, I got the rose, the rose colorway. Those ones are comfortable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they don't last long because of they have less put into them, but I think they're better than the signature model. Uh, really, I'm really, I'm a really, really a big fan of both uh, Giannis Immortality 1 and 2. The PG-6 is one I I really want to try because I've heard so many good things about it. Uh, and the, Those Kyries, the new Kyries look good too. They do. They do. I want that LeBron, that new LeBron. But the Kyrie, the new Kyries, uh, I guess they're not hitting shelves. No, I guess not. No. Uncle Shucky said uh, he had some in we store, but he Shuck couldn't. We got to get Shucky. Shuck. He's our resident sneaker junkie. Yeah, more sneakers than probably most sneaker stores. So, yes. no doubt, no doubt. So what do we have on our table here? What what's the what are these these new uh oh. these are these coffee uh coffee. place placeholders? Yeah, this is just for the aroma, all right? So we've got Coach K, we got two Coach K books. One's a little slimy from the children. We eat chicken lesson. wings. And then we've got Pat Summit. Hey. The goat of Cooper's now. And then we got Kobe. All you know, books, all fantastic books by fantastic people. You know, Pat Summit is someone that you know. Even as a younger kid, I remember being like so iconic, larger than life, and I I think she gets the respect she deserves. I really do, but also don't if there if that's a mm, oh, that's kind of a weird place to live. But I really feel like she is my all time favorite when it comes yeah, to coach. I think basketball circles. But yeah, I wonder outside of basketball, like, do at, people know who she is? Kaden didn't. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, he no, said, he's who? Like, I love him. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's my <laughs> favorite. He's my favorite. <laughs> like, what the, bro, it's a she. Shocked, you think University of Tennessee. Yes. 
you think Cat Summit. Yes. And they had a beautiful statue of her, and that was it. Which is wild, because literally, she built Tennessee, in my opinion. There was no streets, no arenas, nothing. Just, I mean, it was an absolute beautiful statue, a beautiful memorial of her. But that was about it. That's all I saw. I remember so many, like, iconic women basketball figures going there Alexis Hornbuckle host law like the names and I remember like yeah. yeah like just oh Parker like being one of the like oh she's on slam magazine the whole nine and you know but Pat was able to pull those type of players but also put them in their system in her system and win and they uh, loved the hell out of her yeah I, I think, think I think Candace Parker's new shoe pays homage to Pat Summit. Yeah, respect. Sure I mean, got to. You got to. Like you said, the GOAT. And, and you know, Gino's great, but I don't think anybody taps Pat. Tops Pat. No. There we go, no. if I can say it right. But no. And it wasn't, it wasn't until she was forced to retire really quick Pat Summit. She had early onset Alzheimer's dementia. Damn. Forced to retire early. And it wasn't until she left the game is when, you know, your Coach K's actually beat her. She was at the top of the all-time winning list. Yeah. In men's and women's basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's a feat as a woman. That that that's somebody that you wonder and I it was a convert it's this would be a great Hooper's no uh show is could she have coached the men's game, which absolutely she could have. Um if she would have took the leap. And you wonder why she didn't, you know what I mean? But I I remember those conversations. Ah, cause she coached this and that and it's like Anybody that's that good at something can tra it translates. Basketball is basketball. Um, you got Dara over here saying the Iversons were the favorite. I, what? Yeah, I, I mean, it, so it's funny. We talk about Iversons, and we were talking about Lamelo's uh, MB ones and MB twos. Yeah, and I'm not a fan either. But I was talking to you know one of our parents, and it's funny because Nike had the you know, sneaker game one lock, even when I was growing up, yeah. Jordans, pennies, the whole nine Pippins, like iconic sneakers. And here comes this little six foot kid from Hampton, Virginia and Reebok and it shifted. So, and, and like, I look at the Pumas now, like probably people look like Reebok right. and it's like, yo, but Iverson had that moment. Now Iverson earned it. I don't know if <laughs> Melo's nice, but I don't know. He ain't Iverson, like Iverson rookie yeah. of the year. He broke Will's record with all them 40 point gains. Which, Iconic. I think what I like about Puma is the opportunity they gave to Brianna Stewart. Okay, respect. Where yeah. she's got, you know, a signature, just like Asia Wilson with yeah. Nike, but they really put her shoe, they blasted her shoe. What's um, Shorty's name? They got, got the Nike the joint. Colorway. Isn't it Asia Wilson? Nah, they just dropped. It ain't Deladonna, is it? Oh, yeah, Deladonna. Yeah. Deladonna, yeah. That, I, I don't love. And that's the thing that disappoints me a little bit. Now, I know we're going sneaker, sneakers and we'll yes. hop off this, but yes. I like the shoe, but I don't love it. I'm like, damn, I wish they'd give her. About it. I was like, ooh, so we worth that 110 bucks. Let me. Uh, I just thought it was a little bulky looking. Yes, and I know there's a reason uh, for her. There's, there is a reason for okay. her colorway of that first shoe. I just cannot remember. Exactly okay, okay, is. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, but yeah, I definitely, you know, it's like one of those things you like. I remember when Cheryl Swoops joints came out, and I was like, "Oh, yo, I want those!" Like they, but they also fit within that the Nike look at those times. It wasn't like, "Oh, this dramatically I different think, thing." Those, those Swoops that I have upstairs, the Jordans. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think they are. I, I think, think they so. might be retros, but they're. I think they're the uh, either if they're not Swoops, they're like a version of the team shoe she wore. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That's a shuck like question. Bucks. 
I mean, that's a win. That's a dub. <laughs> Anytime. That's Anytime. a dub. That's a dub. So, um, but yeah, yeah, another day, another dollar. I don't know. Those that always interesting, inter interesting. You know, what shoes are on feet and what's comfortable with oh, and we people got wear. Chad in the building. What's up, Coach Emil? Oh, just a dad, just a man. Dad in the building. He loves a good. He loves a good woman sneaker. <laughs> let's let's dive right into it, though. First topic: travel or AAU. What's, what's your what's your take? What do you got? <laughs> what do you like better? What do you not like? Uh, well, I guess I to me you'd have to clarify. I guess we have to clarify or, or classify or compartmentalize. So you get so AU gets a really bad rap, right? Mm -hmm. uh, AU basketball this, AU basketball that. But this funny thing is, and <laughs> people, oh, we play AU basketball. No, you don't. <laughs> you play travel basketball. So there, are, it's it's. I used to AU sanction versus yes right so I'll take I'll take tell you a little story I used to do dog shows and you know raise dogs and breed dogs the whole nine yards and people would you know look at dog at, at the dogs we have and be like oh well, you got blue nose and this and it's like that's you're describing a color you're not describing the actual animal like we're talking okay. <laughs> so it's the same thing it's your talk your Putting everything under this giant umbrella of travel basketball is AAU basketball, but it's not. It's the and easy it's thing to do. Right, it's the easy label to do, but mm -hmm. most people play travel, travel basketball. basketball. They're not it's AAU sanctioned events. They have every tournament, teammates, big shots, whatever, uh, marquee, made, all travel basketball. Yes. They are not AAU basketball. No. And they all have different rules. And I think that's where some people get lost in the sauce. Uh -huh. And maybe it's because they, You're you know, A, they don't care. One. Yeah, well, maybe it's because A, they don't care. Maybe they don't know. I, I don't want to, you know, right. say what someone does or doesn't know. But right. the research may not be there. But, oh, well, the age and this, age and that. A lot of those, as you, you know, because you do the roster stuff, mm -hmm. they build in reclassing. A lot of them. Grade and even AU does it. Grade based, age based. You know and the whole nine just yards. Did it because they just came out with their eligibility. And they got a little bit stricter, but it's still the same. It ain't much different. Like I, no. Caden could reclass and still play, and right. you know it's, it wouldn't impact it. And that is such a fine line too. Like that's that is a huge point that you're saying right now. Is you know all their your teammates, your big shots, your maids, all of them. Every tournament has different rules. Right. Every single one, and especially if it comes to grade based, age based. You go either or. Right. So you might have coaches complaining, well, this kid's in sixth grade. Well, if his birthday is here. Right. Integrity-wise, it's the rules of the tournament. It's the rules of the tournament. Yeah, like when you go to AU, um, we had a kid on our team that was certainly older. And he would have put us in what we call grade base because he was eligible by grade, but he wasn't eligible by age. And, you know, that makes it tough. When you do go to these national circuits, that you do have to have kids. If you're going to be in grade base, if you're playing grade base basketball, you better have a little bit older kids. It just is what it is. Or you're putting your kids at a disadvantage. And I know you'll get the argument. Well, uh, you're gonna play. You're gonna play in high school. You're gonna be a freshman playing seniors. Where? Who? Very small percentage of kids are gonna play as a freshman against seniors. Oh, I mean. I yeah, and so did I, and I suck. So I see, I, overall, I do see that point where, and I'm one of those too. It's like, why are you complaining? Like, once you get to high school, the level, the level, the the, play, the playing field levels. It does, but it doesn't. You might not have. Your There's not going to be freshmen and your sophomores playing, but overall, 
you've got a mixture. I'll say, well, I'll say maybe it maybe it levels, but I'll you go in knowing it. I think the thing yes. about tournaments, yes, it's a little it. deceiving, right? Because yeah. you go in with a team that's like, oh, well, no, we're like, no, we're legitimately fifth and sixth graders. Ten you, yeah. no. They're ten. You not no no. They're legitimately ten years old, eleven years old. They're not like but beating some rule. Mm -hmm. Where I think you go in knowing that, and then you yeah. got other teams that are finessing it. So it's this thing like, oh well, if you if I would have known you're going to bring twelve year olds because of some rule, maybe I would have brought twelve year olds. We probably wouldn't have. Right. No. So I think in That's high school you know that though, yes. right? Like yep. he's twelfth grade, I'm ninth grade. We know because we go to class together. Whole, so I think maybe that's the the difference. I, no. To me, it's just sound. It just people don't may not understand. Maybe okay. Again, each one has different rules. So you can go to a made one one week, and it has a completely different rule. They maybe they follow right AAU grade based or AAU right yeah. But then you go to a teammates, and it's totally different. Yeah, completely they, different. They fall. They do grade in age, but then they push back the timeline of the age base where it's July instead of August. Right, right, so right. So you've got two different time frames going for each, to like for different tournaments. When we played in teammates, weren't they like, it was egregious. It was something like, was, you could be 12 in the fourth grade. I mean, I'm making this shit up, but it could be 12 in the fourth grade. It was like, that's like, yeah. to me, like, yikes. You're already old as a sixth grader at that point. It was the top age that really stuck out to me because the oldest age what was their 17U or 18U. Yeah. You couldn't be older than 20. And I was like, <laughs> like Buddy what? should be, Buddy should be in his first year <laughs> taking 12 credits at least. Go to the bar like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yo, where's that thing? Yo, that's wild. I know. That's why. And, and look, we're not here ragging, oh, up, talking it's, shit about like reclass and all that. Like again, I think you said it. Like word, bring it on. Bring but it. it is, it is funny that there's. I'm not a hater of it. I just can't stand when people are like, oh, especially when they come combo, like, combo the divisions. It drives me wild. Well, yeah. We're, for some reason, we just, we love to be in combo divisions. Like, we go to these tournaments, and it's like, oh, we got eight teams. And then all of a sudden, it's down to three, and it's like, oh, you're going to combo with the seventh grader. Right. Man, like, right. we're little to begin with, so it kind of, like, you know, really punches us in the gut. But then people complain. <laughs> people complain, and you're like, buddy, isn't your kid, like, 14? Yeah. <laughs> he just turned 11. Like, yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah. Relax. Well, you know, I think. I think that is like one of the things when you start going to these tournaments and you start seeing the a the combo divisions, which is like ah probably not the best tournament if they got a combo divisions, but yeah when you're at when you're the person at the deficit you you seem like you're the one complaining, but it's like I ain't, ain't nobody complaining. We'll still we we'll put ourselves in that position. Like we're at a frequent deficit. Yeah, we'll we'll do it regardless. We'll go play with. We'll I mean we have literally two kids on the roster. It's ten years old. We'll go play. It don't matter. And we'll play them up. Yeah, but. At the same time, it's like no, we're not complaining, but we're just uh, under we're just vocalizing like, oh shit, all right, we're you're playing with different rules than we are, right. and that's fine, yeah. and that's fine. But um, AAU versus travel is different. So if you have a coach saying we play AAU, and you don't have an AAU membership. number membership, your whole teammate we are. If you're not nationally ID'd and all that, you're probably not playing AAU basketball. Not saying we're better. 
But we do have all those things. And there's a whole entire check-in process. It's different. Tournament. Like you, it's different. You get separated from your parents yeah. when you go in and you're like, okay, well, I'll meet you on the other side, bud. Like, we did We did the D3 one. Yeah, and I remember t like, yeah, telling my child, I'm like, make sure all your shit's together. Don't lose your stuff. <laughs> because I wasn't with him for 45 minutes. Like, at that point, he's... Like he loses, he he could lose his arm if he could. Right, right, right. So if it they wasn't come attached. In with cards, like they can't play without register, like beeping their little card pass. Like they're by the book. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. AU is very by the book, and of course, people can weasel any system. That's it's part of it, but. They do try to have very strict regulation, regulations and check-ins. That is what I like about AU, but we just don't have a lot of AU events near us. So um, we did a D3 uh, AU joint in um, Hampton. Boo Williams. Right? Yeah, Boo. And you had that same process of checking in and making sure kids were who they were and all that. Um, it's such a cool experience for the kids. It really is. It really is. It kind of makes them, because I know like when Owen went down to Florida... It, the experience alone was so cool. It's different. It was awesome. It's different. Yeah, it's there fun. Was little celebrities. Yeah, right. Like, oh shoot, they're checking this and that. Yeah, right. it's different. It's different. It's fun. Um, so for me, yes, I love. I do love the AAU events, the nationals, this even D one, D three, the whole nine. There's just not a lot of it. And you know, if you got someone saying we play AAU, well, they're probably generalizing travel basketball uh it is not au uh, you know because there's just at least here you know what i mean unless you're going to an aau sanctioned event you're probably not playing au basketball i think it's a fair statement to throw across the world we play aau okay like if you hit a couple tournaments <laughs> right cool, but just to say it to say it is different it, it's the common misconception I, of the word i would say you know at least here in this area and that this is just this area of virginia that we're one of the only AU registered teams and all that, but even we don't play in a lot of AU events again because of proximity. There's not a lot right. of them, so you know when you can hit them. The closest one you hit is Virginia Beach. That's four hours. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And if you want to go to a national one, then yeah, you're you're traveling either Tennessee or Florida. So um, the AU thing versus travel, it, it it's to me it's a it is. Because, again, I, I guess because I did the dog thing, it just reminds me of like, oh, well, you have blue noses. And I'm like, no, that's the color. But that's not, you know, bloodline's a whole different thing. You're, you know, I got one of these razor's edge dogs. And it's like, ah, but do you? And I actually read a really cool article today. Here's my dork coming out. It's Kobe hated AAU basketball. Absolutely hated it. Why is that? Fundamentals. So, again. He hated it. He thought it was street I, ball. I wonder if that's one of those things, though, with, like, Kobe. If he was general. And, again, so this just shows you a guy at that level can generalize, too. Like, we're playing these tournaments, and it's AAU. I wonder if he's generalizing tra travel ball as AAU. And I, I understood, like, for me. Because we see a lot of bad fundamentals he was, he at was, that shit, yes, too. He was also very involved in the women's game. Yes, he was. He was deep. That's all Deeply involved, so, yes. I saw where his connect came from, that yeah. his disconnect. So I understood that part because that, I mean, women's game is all fundamental, so that's it. Well, for sure. And with, you know, the AU game, I think we try to really emphasize on playing it right, but also you do allow them to play a little bit, you know what I mean, to, to learn. But there's so many various skill levels and things that can come in, so it, it can be tough. I mean, and then if you got – Parents coaching, we we're not immune to that. We're parents that coach. Yeah. You know, you 
that maybe don't care as much about basketball, you can get into that thing that of fundamentals article. that are lost. I also read another article where it's, it was the dissemination between, the, the differentiation between AAU, travel, and club. Hey. And how all different parts of the, the U.S. call them different names. Okay. So it's commonly, like, the, it was a common misconception of what was what. Right. And then... The, the you know the following topic underneath that you know the main the main paragraph was AAU was you know highly competitive <laughs> where your travel or your club was more com- like where you get more I don't even know the word I'm trying to like you just go get a broad mainstream. yeah you go get like, a broad a broad stroke where you might get a team stroke. that that's just starting or a right. team that's hey we play travel or yes. AU ball here we come yes and then and it's like ah oh, maybe you don't and then you've got the politics and all of that involved and there's politics everywhere there's politics in high school yeah college. it's everywhere you never be able to run away from it but I thought that was super interesting it is interesting and you know you it's bring soda right in Michigan it's called pop. Well, you, br- <laughs> right, tomato, tomato. Well, you bring something up that's kind of fascinating to me. So, um, I haven't, I don't post this kind of shit because I don't give a damn. But um, it's this again could be its own podcast. But circuit basketball. So we got invited to play on the UA circuit. So you also have circuits. You have you know things that are built in within travel basketball. You have the maid circuit. You have the um, marquee circuit. You have the UA circuit. You have the EYBL circuit. So you have circuits where you play. You know whether it's a sneaker group or whether it's just some you know group that puts together tournaments. And explain circuit to people. So so circuit is a set of tournaments under a group or an umbrella. So for us, we got invited to play on the Under Armour circuit where you go play Under Armour teams only and you get this privilege by um either being uh, you meet in certain set of requirements you wear their uniforms you travel you play in their hotels or you stay in their hotels you play in their games and you wear their brand and it's it's interesting to me because i'm not a huge fan of of it because i don't think the return yeah. Is worth the investment. Yeah, it's like let me dip my toes and go to one. Right, right, right. And maybe it's right. because we are like I think we know where we're at. I think we know we're still a mom and pop shop, yeah. and we're not quite yeah. circuit level. I think we're not, yeah. up, you know, above understanding that. Um, what but is the kids going to get the most benefit out? Right. Where's Where's the most value going to come from? So uh, I'll live on the UA thing real quick. Okay. So for UA, we got invited. Whatever, it's wonderful. So you got to buy their uniforms. You gotta stay in their hotels. Sneakers. Right, they're sneakers, the whole thing. So it's like, well, what does that give back to you? So there is that thing that they, you, well, you get to put UA Rise on your thing, or you get to put UA Future on your profile. And maybe that generates business for your program. But for me, it, it could. I mean, maybe we're in such a small area, anyways. Maybe it brings one or two people. Well, I think a small area, but there's also, what, six, seven other teams in our area. So yeah. Like you're saying, what the return? The return, yeah. Like, could we go and play and say, "Y'all, we're a UA team." Sure, and that's that's awesome. Like to to have that label, and especially for a program that's so new. Um, but at the end of the day, it I, I don't think it was worth the trade off. Um, and some people may say that's crazy, but I don't think we're gonna like no kid from D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia is gonna say, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm driving three hours to Virginia to play. <laughs> For that team, yeah. because essentially we're paying for that label. Yes. When we can instead say, I mean, well, you know paying, what? What was it? Forty-five dollars more a night for the hotel to book through that. Yes. And then you had to do the uniforms. So if you guys already have your own, which set we of do, uniforms, 
which we had just gotten. A fire too, by the they way. They were. Shout out Alex Fam. But we would have had to get all new uniforms, sneakers for all of our kids. Yes. Because we don't have a team sneaker. But then I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I found like a $40 pair of sneakers. Yes. And I'm like, wait, he's got Nike socks. He's got, so then you start thinking about all those little teeny tiny items. Because you don't want to show up looking like a bunch of jackasses with no, Nike and like, NUA. Look at these bumps. Right. Like, they're never coming again. Mm. So yeah, so we've, it, it turns into a lot. And then. It's a, it's a hustle in itself. I think we had a little soul searching on that. Yes. On that. I mean, as much as we would love to have done it, I think we made the right choice. I think so too. I think so too. Well, and it's also like in two years, maybe you have the kids that want to commit to that. Right. Um, but you do have to have the a the kids the mentality for it because it is it is a different level of commitment. Yes. That like yeah you know, we're hitting the Under Armour circuit or we're hitting this circuit and that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like you said, just like little things people probably don't think about like oh I could get under or Under Armour socks. Well, you know this and that. So it's different. It's different. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, as far as like the got a couple people on here. What we got? Anybody? Anybody in the comments? Do we got any uh, good? No. Uh, Coach Emil said yo, and then put a cap. So I'm guessing he thinks you're capping about something. I'm definitely capping. We've got Christina. What's up, Christy? We got Mr. Bennett on here. Junior Saunders. Jr. Jr. Hello, Jr. <laughs> we've got. He was a bucket. Aaron. Christy said hey, and then we've got Moses. What's up, Mosey? Mo money, mo problems. Certified bucket. Um, bucket. Yeah, you know, I just think it's one of those things that you you have to weigh in on. Like, do we? Uh, and you start thinking about parents too. Like, oh well, guess what? Three hundred dollars for me to travel and stay at a hotel. Like, I'm committed to this shit. Yeah. Like for somebody that's like, oh well, you know what? We like basketball, but I don't think little Johnny's gonna play in high school. Well, they might not want. Right. And we're in an area where you're beholden to a team that might have six guys that are really, and that's probably generous, four, let's say four guys that really want to play ball, two guys that are there because they want to make the middle school team, and then, you know, three guys that are there because maybe parents put them on the squad or because or because they're playing. Like, we have kids that have out. to play up yeah. or hang out. Yeah. Like, our team really, you know, and I, I use our team because it's essential to what we're doing, but... We have younger guys. We do. You know, it's not like we have a team full of we sixth were, graders. We were just talking about this. Our actual sixth grade team. It's probably a fifth is, grade team, especially in age. We've got one kid, two kids yes. that are legitimate sixth, sixth graders. graders. Legitimately. Everybody else is. No, they are not. They're so babies. They're, and they're babies. And then. Oh, and if three. they go on a circuit, they, they would not be looked at twice. Right. They'd be like, right. oh, you're, you damn, you're mine, that age. Three if you count mine, and he's a baby. Super baby. <laughs> uh, in, in the A in the A in the AU world. Yeah. The, most people and that's close. a hot topic for sure is reclassing. So let's jump to that and then we're gonna cut this one we're gonna cut this live off and we, we probably gonna keep podcasting, but um let's jump to that. Join us on Spotify, follow us there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple wherever you podcasts. get your podcast. Tune in, support, man. Show us love. If yes. I get the 50, she gets the 50. We can start monetizing this thing. I know. Every penny counts. We're poor. Um, and we just like talking hoops. But no, let's talk about that. So let's live there. So you're more... It's a filthy word. It is, but you're more versed in it than I am. And, you know, have a little bit more insight. So reclassing, for those that don't know, it's where you basically, if you're in a certain grade, you stay back a grade whether it's for academics or whatever the reason may be, a COVID year, whatever, to, you know, benefit the kid educationally. And let's be honest, for sports. Um, 
so there are some benefits, right? And to me, I'll give my quick take. I'm I'm for it in certain aspects, but I'm against it in others. But where I'll say I'm for it is if, let's say you have a kid that's like Owen, that's on the cusp. I'm for it for him for that year of growth, development, confidence, whatever it may be. Even though he hasn't, he's not a reclass. He's playing in his right grade. But let's let's clarify. But if I'm he were to, switching. if he were to do it. I'd be forward just to give that extra year, but we would still play. Like at the at the circuits, we'll we'll do our generic instead of AU. We'll call it circuit or travel ball. And travel ball, we yeah, you might hit a joint where you play all the competition because they're already reclassed too. That's the name of the game, right? That's the but for the game. most part, we would still play up because right. that's what we believe in. We believe in playing our kids up, getting them better, getting them exposure. But when it comes down to it, when you go to a lot of these grade-based events, they could play in that because that's going to be kids that are your age. There's no, there's no hidden agendas. That is what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think, What's your take? I think at first it was a little bit of it's like super secret. Yeah. And now it's like out in the open. I wonder if COVID opened that up. So I did a little more, off our second podcast, did a little more research into the COVID year. And the COVID year, I believe, stops after this next class that's coming in. They're a hard cutoff, what it gave. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) It gave all of those active athletes and incoming freshmen. Right. The ability of an extra year so what that means is normally in college you get five years to do four okay with the covid year you got six okay you got six to do four so your your fifth year traditionally back in the day before any of this started happening you know when you'd be in, you'd if you watch football you'd hear redshirt freshman yeah that's what that's what a reclass was because you might have been behind right. seeing your stud but you still had another you basically forfeit one year of eligibility so now with reclasses, I actually read another article today. If you reclass before the completion of the sixth grade, it does not mess with your eligibility. Otherwise, you'd have to do it after 10th grade. So. Because it starts messing with your collegiate eligibilities. And it, if you do it before the sixth grade, you'd have to worry about your high school eligibility. Right. Because you only get it. it once, once you start it, once middle school, the clock's ticking, clock it's ticking. So with the reclass thing, um, my question is, do you think because of where we're, again. JR says they did back in the day actually calling it something. Older the human, better your team will be. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, it, it, maturity is a real thing, especially when you're talking about fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth graders, like being a year older. And if you're not playing up. And you are. Pl- there is a certain level of like seventh, eighth grade. It you notice it. Yes. When you start seeing, I think that fourth through sixth grade. Just, I mean, like my kid still trips on his feet. Right. Like, you're talking about clumsy. They're still growing. Like but, some kids grow so fast they have to relearn how to run. But imagine and, Owen playing fifth grade basketball. I, I just don't think I would ever do it. I mean, I know you couldn't, but I mean. He, there are fifth graders that can certainly bang with him. Like I'm not saying there aren't, but for, but he'd be like that ten percent. He'd be in that like it. It's a little un, It would be a little unfair size because he's athletic. He he's not clumsy. Um, no, but just, like you get a big goofy kid. Okay, maybe. Yeah, and uh, just also for me too. Like you just think about that. Like the reason it's there. Yeah. If you're, you're also you got to consider injury. 
because once it, and that's the other thing on it a little bit in the second episode too where the culture of ncaa right so they've got kids coming in for two years because they've already reclassed twice right and they weren't part of the COVID year they're not eligible for that so then they don't have any other eligibility left. They can't play unless they're going to go golf right. or bowl. Right. Like, they don't have any other eligibility left, so they're putting all their eggs in their basket early. Yeah, yeah. And well, you, you are, you are, that is essentially what you're doing. You're gambling on yourself, gambling. which is great. But I do you think a lot of it, con and, and if I just said this. JR says old senior versus young senior makes a difference. It really does. With younger humans. It really does. Sure I mean, does, JR. It really, I mean, I really do think that maturity is so key. Like, even when we're watching Last Chance U, the, just the mentality of certain players versus others that have, A, been there or not been there, right. it really separates you. Because look at a guy like Joe. Ah. I mean, Joe is a freaking McDonald All-American. There's another kid. I ain't going to spoil it, it, but season two, there's another guy like that. That's, and then you got him, and then coming down due to... What, what did he come down? His knee. Yeah. He came down because of injury. And then you've got a kid like Malik who couldn't get his grades right. Right. And they argued back and forth constantly. Yeah. Because Joe knew what it meant, what it took to get to where he needed, where he wanted to go. Right. Where Malik kind of, you know, dicked around for that. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It, well, again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the stall train. Um, certainly, I think once you, you know, you're in the game, you, you, you're in the game so you know. Um, but I would say proximity, right? Now that, again, because we know now, I think if you're just a regular-ass parent, no disrespect, in the words of Coach Mill, no respect, you, you don't know what you don't know, right? Like, most parents here probably don't know about reclassing and, you know, whatever. But being so close to the DMV area, it yeah. is so prevalent. One of the highest recruited areas in the country. Exactly. And it's so prevalent. And... I don't want to say it's accepted, but damn, if it ain't accepted, yeah. it, like, if you ain't doing it, you kind of getting like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, bruh. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to, they're chasing private schools and this and that. And is it, again, I mean, we come kind of to the end of the 30s. I don't want to do more than that on this one. But you start getting to these, like, little, like, you're doing it just because, or, you know, is you doing it to benefit the kid? There's so many, like, ethical and, questions that go along with it. And see, for me, why I wouldn't do it so young for my own child is, A, his ability to make decisions. Right. He doesn't have, I mean, think about the other impacts, too. You've got a child that's older in high school. Hey, you're 19, you're 19, shorty's 17. There's, Think about there's that, parents. A lot of other implications that become. Yeah. Right. Depending on state, that could be issues. Says, Mom, I want to play the flute. Yeah, we talk about that often, it's, though, right? But it's also at a point. Like, like little buddy says, ah, basketball is great, yes. but you know what? I really have a passion for the flute. Right. I just really <laughs> want to play chess. Like, I, I can't wait. You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jack made. But, but it's <laughs> at 10th grade. I love you, like, kid. It's at 10th grade, I just feel like that's where you really decide in life what you want to do. All well, right. And, on, and, and when it comes to basketball. I think. Well, last thing I'll ask before we wrap up. Don't you have a family member that was 10th grade? That, yes. He plays for Holy Cross. Okay. What's the rundown? He was 10th grade. Uh, he played on all the higher circuits. And I could actually call – I'll actually call to get, like, the more factual story. I'm just paraphrasing. But he did play on all this. I think he played for uh, CP's team at one point. Okay. And played on all those higher circuits, traveled like crazy. Families, stupid athletes, like ridiculous athletes. And 
ninth grade, he, he had a few offers, but then tenth grade comes, they weren't ending right because he wasn't reclass. So once he reclass, and and they told me flat out, and they, they it was when my grandmother died when we all they everybody came right everybody families and all gathered and around chatting around and and that's when they ended up telling me that you know, flat out they're like they the coach said it right like right had, and that's where you know my whole conspiracy theory that this reclass has become so huge it's big it's, it's a big it's, thing it's a big i mean look how pissed off kendrick perkins gets <laughs> livid that boy shuts you, that man shuts down twitter he gets so mad yeah he hasn't been he hasn't been hot in a minute you know what's so funny is i just heard some parents say something about 11th grades when your kids are starting to either get offers or not and i don't know how true that is but it makes you wonder if that's like that, mm -hmm. like you, because Candace has a family member that kid is an absolute bucket, buddy can go, and I'd have to get him or his father, you know, like you said, the, the actual. Mm -hmm. But I, I think he did the same thing, like that tenth grade year, he shifted, yeah, and um, it really and and it really helped, right? You know, a, you know, just for the eyes, but also the team he's on, I think, is really successful. So, um, Jr. said. Kids have a lot of options nowadays compared to 20 years ago. They do. And we got Beltway Ballers in the joint. Hey. What's up, Tavis? Yeah, young Mr. Laws. Uh, they do. Kids have tons of options yeah. now. And I think a lot of those options stem from social media. Yes, yes. I mean, there's there's a reason why, I think there's a reason why the hype to reclass, I think that picked up traction yeah. on social media. Yeah. I just want to say something, like, social media is a free... It's a free advertising platform. It's totally it is a free recruiting platform. There's a reason you get kids in the sixth, seventh, eighth grade getting Division One scholarships, all solely off of their profile. At least social media scholarships. Well, here's yeah. the here's the here's the thing, and I think some people are smart enough to know their ceiling too. So yeah. there's two sides of that. So there's probably a poor example, but your Julian Newmans of the world, who I think understand their five seven, their ceiling is so high, so they go all in on social media where you do have some people that are like they're not sure they're ceiling right they can play but they're you know maybe a mid-major maybe they're high you know high d1 maybe they're d2 so they don't understand how to navigate that water but i think social media is a place that you have to leverage because you a program a wants you because you can play mm -hmm. b because a you probably can get the grades but also it doesn't hurt to associate yourself with a brand, right? No. Especially in today's game, right? Like a kid that has a little bit of flavor coming in. Oh, that's that kid? Well, Guess what? That might sell a couple tickets. Guess what? Boosters and, and alumni might say, we like that. Well, listen, I know who that kid is. I've seen him. PIAA is the, I, would, I don't know, the, I would say governing athletic body of Pennsylvania athletics, mm -hmm. high school athletics. Right. They just allowed high school players to monetize. That's yeah. The the whole. I don't hate it. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. It. I don't necessarily love it, but I'm just kind of in the middle. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I'm like. Me personally, I love it. Like, let these motherfuckers get their <laughs> money, the man. Money. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like all these institutions have ate for so long it's off. Sickly. Yeah, sickly. like it's it, but also there's a way to navigate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A way to make sure that players are in a position later in life to be successful. So. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm for it, but yeah, you have to also educate players on like, all right, if you're going to take this million dollars, make sure you have it set up for a trust, a fund, or whatever, where you want to earn some interest, or however you want to invest, or whatever. Biggest 
disconnect comes is where I mean you got you have a combination of people maybe not understanding yeah but then also not knowing what to do with it like if somebody comes to you and say say I never knew a thing about basketball right and I'm sitting next to the kid from the blind side like he's my kid <laughs> right like big old guy yeah, he was right? big like, yeah look we should reclass him and I knew nothing and he's like yeah sure right what is that what do you and of course like take the fact like, like I'm very literal like take all of that away like I, I knew absolutely nothing I think there is a level of people being taken advantage of oh for sure and athletes even being for taken sure advantage of. And for I think, sure I mean I love college athletics but I think NCAA NCAA is big culprit big culprit uh, for a very long time for a very long time but you also got to understand that now you have not just one big culprit like the NCAA that's taking advantage of people. Now you have multiple, yeah. which good and bad. Like, you know, yeah, you're going to get your check. But also understand that there are some people out here that may try to leverage who you are for a check. You know what I mean? So. Was, I'm pretty sure that's what the Netflix amateur is about. Isn't yeah, that's, yeah. They should have made that a TV show instead of a movie. Yeah, they really could have put some legs on that. that. JR said kids should be able to. To get their coin for sure, institutions make their coin off these kids yes. hand over fist. Yes. Let the kids make a few bucks. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, and you know the thing about colleges, and this is athletics aside, is that they are very expensive. Most institutions are going to yes. cost you a lot of money or a lot of student loans that are going to put you in a pretty bad predicament if you come out and you don't have a very specialized at, yeah so i agree with that i think that there are some things that come along with being you know going uh, that come along with going to an institution whether it's for athletics or in general so that's a great call yeah I, i'm not opposed to it i think pe kids need to eat for sure i think it also my guess would be because i mean do you think of your miamis and your kentuckys who would get slapped with sanctions left and right for recruiting improperly now add this nil deal into it i feel like it might loosen the restrictions on their sanctions because they, they might overlook like oh this kid's got an nil deal he's making two three million dollars like it kind of releases that liability from a miami kentucky was it Calipari got slapped with something a couple of years ago, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, for sure. All the all Calipari, your Patinos, all those guys. Like again, do you go back and like retroactively say, well, shit, that shit was okay now because everybody's getting a bag like that, mm -hmm. thirty grand in a. Or if you've seen Blue Chips, the hey, hell, I want a John Deere tractor, you know, for Ricky Rowe to come play basketball. Like, do you go back and retroactively say, well, that was okay because now we're doing it. But at, all that aside, does that take away from the purity? Because that's the argument, right, is that you're giving kids money and uh, playing for your school, honor and integrity. Does that take away from the purity of the game that they're playing for and the honor in the school? Because now you got transfer porters, you got NIL deals. No, I don't think. I mean, what is it? The kids actually get paid for something the school was in the first place? I, I don't think so. I think, okay. if anything, it's it's fair. It's livable. I, I, I mean, you got to think about how, like, some of these scenarios, kids don't come from the greatest places. Right. Which is where you got your schools, you know, violating sanctions. Yeah. Because they need these kids to come and these freak athletes to come and play. Yeah, and, to, and, to, fair. and to, to prop up their program. To prop up their program, get a nice name to them. I don't, I, I don't think it takes away from the period at all. I oh. think, if anything, it's it becomes more pure for the the player and it gives them choice yeah that that part that choice and freedom is everything yeah i i would agree with that i think you know the oh the purity of the game like basketball is basketball it's not going to change because somebody got a bag maybe 
maybe they don't take dives because they're gambling on the side for like, oh well, shit, I'm gonna take a dive this game and lose by ten because you know I need the extra thirty thousand. Yeah, little point shaving, right? Jr. says it does, but in fairness, the purity has been liquidated, not in favor of the athletes. Okay, okay, I have to, I have to, I have to sit on that comment for a little. I, you know, kind of think about that. Yeah, I think when you start talking about pureness, what does that even mean? Like, mm. what are we talking about? Like, at what point is the game really, truly, like, pure? Is high school because there's no money involved but also is it pure then because there's politics involved you know like well, a boost or like you're beholden i was i was talking to I mean, a guy today and form of the game is that four-year-old driven the basketball <laughs> right i like, think so that, too because the moment they actually set in anything organized yeah. even rec ball hey, like even when you, you go for your you know timmy's little first game yeah there's somebody's gonna be pissed off that their kid didn't play <laughs> and then there's this kid who might be horrible right unless they're sold just play the whole game like there's it is the name it's the name of the game it's the ugly, not right it but it is it's the thing about the game i hate the most well i would say and you're you're i think you're a thousand percent right because i was just talking to somebody today about basketball and about politics and we were talking and he was telling me about his kid in high school and this and if i do this this is going to happen if i don't do this this might happen and you know this kid's mom is on the booster and you start thinking about those things like the oh shit this per like i i remember when i was playing i didn't know these things but like you start thinking like oh no these people are on the boosters they do have a say like oh you might not be a starter but like if you're if their parents give them money and yours isn't well that might inhibit your playing time like those things there's no purity Unless you are that four-year-old that just loves hooping and shoots in your backyard. So I think we have to get rid of that notion that there's some pure, <laughs> pure <laughs> unicorn basketball out there. It's, it's not. Let me get this. this. I think, <laughs> again, not and to brag about us, I think we do a, a decent job. But everybody has their biases. Oh, we got a little bit more interaction here. JR says, big money. And has been made off, oh, it blended in. Made off of athletes thus far. Athletes just haven't benefited quite the same. The difference would be is that the athletes would be in the know. Yes. Yes. That's and huge. We've got Christina saying, I hate the politics. It's in every school and every sport. It's awful. It, it is. is. It's the worst. But the way you eliminate that is from the inside. But the only problem is those old institutions, it's hard to get rid of the inside. You know what I mean? Because. I was again. I listened. I listened to a ton of basketball. So I was listening to um, another podcast about youth development programs. And this guy was asking. He's like, "How do I become a high school coach? And how do I?" He said, "I'm coaching travel, and it's really high level travel." And the guy was like, "Well, you need to send letters to ads." And it, he's like, "But I'll tell you, you got a better shot if you're teaching high school." And the guy's like, "Well, I teach elementary science, and I have a really good gig. I like my gig. I don't really want to leave my gig." Mm -hmm. and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, I lost a job to a guy that was fresh out of school, but he was teaching at the school. And it's like those little things, they're true. Even if you go outside of basketball, like, but he's telling him, he's like, if you are a guy that's in the school, at high school, and you're coaching, you're going to have that, you're have that upper hand. It's like, ugh. And I remember you asking me a couple of times, like, if I thought about going and coaching high school, I've, I'm pretty sure I gave him the fastest no of all time. I don't want to. And do you remember why? I probably don't. I, 
don't want to deal with politics. I don't want to deal with the bullshit. I don't want to deal with politics. Was someone coming over and saying, hey, you know what? Hey, we just gave the program $5,000, nothing major, right. but I need you to go ahead and just, oh, Timmy Timmy might not be the best player, but he hustles really hard. And I tell you what, he's a great teammate. Yeah. Like, yeah, but is he better than the kid that's parents give no money to the program? Probably right. not. Does that change? Right. And see, the thing is, so I have I suffer from word vomit, so I just I would be fired. Yeah. I would be fired so fast, and I know it just because it's just. See me on the other hand, if I you know again I'm in a place in my Timmy life. Get the upper hand because mom and dad give money where. Maybe that's not the scenario for Tommy over here. It shouldn't but matter. Equal. Yeah, best players should because always play, but that's about, not always the case. It's not about the parents. No. It's about the kids that it, are on the team. It should always be about the, the best five on the court. Well, about the team. Yeah, Maybe and the, the team. Best five, like, who's playing? And, and at the, and my, my favorite question, everybody everybody has a role. What's your job? Come on, man. That's different. That's, that's a different way of seeing it. Um, I'll say this. I would love to, to coach at that level level but i'm late too late in the game to really you know give up the way i you know the 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 current lifestyle i live to go back and be like oh i'm gonna dive into coaching yeah 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 and, and i can't mr t just joined too <laughs> yeah we can't afford louis bags no. out here uh, <laughs> what's up mr thomas but i i do think that you know if more <laughs> this area is such a case study like it it's very backwards it's it, this area is such a case study i don't know so much about winchester but i can tell you as someone that came up in west virginia sports it is such a case study for all that we're talking about and it's very interesting if you can be an outsider looking in and saying oof i came from pennsylvania yeah like oof a so, little different oh that's you made it because of who ah okay it's it is interesting. Yeah. But it's, someone's got it. I mean, we've got, we're basketball people, so we call it how we see it. Yeah, for sure. Well, some would say, and we're going to end it here, but Mr. some. Mr. T said, love you guys. Love you, Mr. Thomas. Hey. Oh, you know what? JR said something else. He said, if we're, if we're talking college at least, they're adults technically. They're allowed to work at Dairy Queen. Yes. If others are making money on their athleticism, yes. they athlete should. Yes. And make and know what's going on. Yes. I agree. A and there should be a certain set standard. Yeah. A thousand percent. That's so true. Like, yeah, I love that example of going to work at Dairy Queen because, yes, you are essentially a worker for the school. Oh, well, they're getting their education for free. They do get a stipend, though. They, a monthly one. Well, as they should. Like, yeah, they're getting their education for free, which is dope. And that you'll come out of college with debt free, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But. If you're at a school where you're, you deserve it, even if it's a small percentage of that, um, but kind of like what the that we could share that for the next topic, the next podcast. But with the women or WNBA are fighting for yeah the jerseys, jersey profits. Yeah, well, it, dickhead comment comment. What if what if they only sell ten jerseys, Coach Mara? Then they get a profit on all ten of them. Not exactly. I said the same thing. So not their, it's not WNBA's name. It's their fucking name. Yeah, the definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I don't know. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing uh, else to say on the topic. I probably got a lot more to say, but we're going to here because God dang, we have fifty minutes and uh, 50. yeah, I only wanted to do thirty yeah. on this topic. Yeah. So uh, that's that for the Hoopers well, No Show. Good for an extra twenty. An extra twenty, probably an extra six hours, yeah. but. Nonetheless, the Hoopers No Show brought to you by Cannon Prep Basketball. Coach Jeff, Coach Mara. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for Follow watching. Follow us on Spotify.
and, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you. And if you have Anchor, download Anchor and Instagram and you know wherever we're on social and, media, just follow us and like us. If you got, Love if us. you guys, if anyone has children, <laughs> I mean, aside from, I mean, I think we might have thrown around a couple of you know, bad words. Oh, but yeah. I've got a couple kids already that have listened multiple times. Like we're not, we're not here to offend anybody. We're just here to chat basketball. Yeah. So share it with kids too. Have your kids share it with their kids. We're just trying to be friendly. Trust me, it's nothing they have not heard on TikTok. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Very true. These folks that are like, oh, well, they cuss. Well, yeah, true. Come on, homie. Being very mild. Yeah, very mild. I'm tame. Most of the people on this podcast probably know that. Yes. So, holla. Have See a good you. one. We out. Peace.